and welcome to Twilight 20. Hi. Hi. <laughs> as you can hear, we have another special guest with us today. As last week, we had Danny, who is now our science consultant. Yes. This week, we now have Christina, our new historical consultant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about yourself and history. Okay. All history? Or yes. Absolutely vampire history. Um, I mean, <laughs> I'm very excited at the concept of both of those yeah. in 20 minutes. Um, so my own history with Twilight mm-hmm. is that I got into it in, I think, 2008, because it was when the film was coming out soon. Um, and my cousin came to visit and was like, hey, I've just read this book and it's really good and you should read it. So I did. And then I got the second one for Christmas and then my cousin went away and took first one i.e twilight with her and this was very traumatic for me because i was like just too young to easily go out and buy books for myself so i was just like Mm. all i have is new moon and i want to reread twilight why can't i so that was very sad for a while Mm -hmm. until i got twilight also um and i never it's weird now looking back i never got into twilight fic Mm -hmm. so like i don't know what i was doing with my time because i certainly spent a lot of time thinking about twilight yeah. But, like, hadn't quite discovered thick yet, so I don't know what I was doing. Just rereading the books, talking about it with my friends, trying to convince myself I was in love with Edward. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> yes. Well, it's very, I put a lot of effort in. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me more! Well, because I've, I've been rereading the book in preparation for this, mm. and I'm a very different person now, because he's, <laughs> he's so unappealing. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did I think I was attracted to this man? Mm. You were a child. Mm-hmm. You did not know what attraction was. Yeah, so at t- like two different points in my notes, I've written like, this man is so unappealing. <laughs> like, both in terms of personality, obviously, but also he's like cold and yeah. hot. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's got nothing going for him at all. Really. I think the way the vampire is described... Are, is really off-putting. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't like any of these people. <laughs> I don't care for them. Yeah, but especially Edward. Mm-hmm. Especially. Yeah, I'm going to stick with my theory, which allows me to think of him as somewhat sympathetic, that he has got a 17-year-old brain and yeah. ca- isn't properly mature as a human being. Yeah. Like, his behaviours still aren't excusable, but that helps me. Also, now the idea of being attracted to a 17-year-old is... Ridiculous, yeah. Um, Yeah. So, Twilight New Moon, were you, was Eclipse out at the time, or were you still into them when Eclipse came out? I was still into it when Eclipse came out. By the time Breaking Dawn happened, my interest was, like, waning, and I'm pretty sure I never went to see the film of Breaking Dawn, definitely. Did you see the movie? Like, the Twilight movie in cinema? Uh, not in... I don't remember if I saw it in the cinema, but I've definitely seen it, and I definitely saw New Moon and Eclipse mm-hmm. in cinema. Again, Same. with Eclipse, by that point, I was, like, less interested. But I still thought I was into Hot Wheels with the shirts off, so... Do you have posters? <laughs> okay. I had posters, oh, yes. I had a big poster of Edward up above my bed, which I would, like, stroke. It was... <laughs> it was a bad time! Yeah, I spent a lot of my teenage years like overcompensating for the fact that I wasn't actually attracted to men or indeed anybody by like <laughs> pretending to be really into men. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> delighted. Oh, yeah. please tell me more but, about this Edward connection. Yeah, 
Did you have strong opinions about the casting for the movie or anything? No, because as I say, by the time I got into it, there was already a lot of like publicity around the movie, so mm-hmm. I was already like imagining Edward as Robert Pattinson. Mm. And you were into Jessica, that? Uh, yeah. Into Robert Pattinson. <gasps> With his weird white foundation on. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> Beautiful. His chalky, chalky makeup. Oh, yeah. And his strangely red lips. Yeah, his white face, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The priest is coming back to me. Is it the one where he's cat front front facing with his grey jacket on? Was oh, that the post? Yeah. yeah. My friend also had that poster and it frightened me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I felt like yeah. when I looked at it, he was smirking and when I looked away, he was doing an evil face. <laughs> and I looked back and he was okay looking again. It's a very scary time. What were you thinking when you stroked this poster? <laughs> were you thinking, I should stroke this poster? <laughs> were you thinking, this is what straight people do? This is how attraction is. This is, is. what love feels like. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> love feels smooth and glossy and cold like a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Bad. <laughs> Point. Uh, did, was it from a magazine or was it from a shop? Did you buy it? No, I think somebody got a magazine. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I used to collect magazines, like not me because I couldn't afford them. But my friend used to get the like mm. TJ fourteen magazines or whatever the fuck. So, what was your experience of reading Breaking Dawn then? If you weren't really like into the books by that point, did you feel indifferent about it or? Um, well, I wanted to know what happened, so I did like read through it quickly. But then I don't think I ever reread it. Like I think I only read it the once. Yeah. Um. And it was pretty wild, so I was a bit like, "Okay, this is happening." <laughs> so, what are you, what are your thoughts on the books now that you've recently reread? How do well, you feel? It has only been the first one. Well, um, even still. But yeah, I'm just yeah, very different person because mm. I am now know I'm not attracted to men, and especially not to this man now. <laughs> so a lot of it was just me yelling at Edward for mm. various things. Mm-hmm. Um. I've discovered that Angela's a lesbian, oh, so yeah. that's good. I have quotes to back this up. Listeners, <laughs> Christina, eight pages of notes. Christina has so many notes in the whole notebook. It's the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Page one hundred thirty-two. Wonderful. In my coffee, uh, Angela was passively happy to be going to the dance, but not really interested in Eric. Jess tried to get her to confess who her type was, but I interrupted with a question about dresses after a bit to spare her. Angela threw a grateful glance my way. Yeah, it's gay. Angela's gay. And then a couple of pages later, we have, I was beginning to really like Angela. She's lesbian solidarity. Gays recognise gays. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I picked up on that, which I didn't the first this time. This is so good. <laughs> this is so good. This was my rant about the bad teaching of badminton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going to have to interrupt a little bit to say, uh, Christina reread Twilight with the reason of I might be asked to come onto this oh, we had podcast. Not even we had not asked them <laughs> no, they were to like, come on. Just in case. Be ready. <laughs> just in case. So they have eight pages of notes? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Oh my god. Tell me. Eight, 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 five pages, not eight, four pages. Still. So I think that's reasonable. Less like, talking, what are, more notes. What are, and this was my rant about the hiking date, which was also bad. Which Could, hiking date? Can you just verbatim read that out to us? Um. Then there's the hiking, which I had problems with. He takes her on a five-mile hike. Doesn't specify whether that's five miles each way or five total. I assume the latter at first, but then given how long it takes, maybe it is five there and five back. Anyway, he does this without telling her that that's what they're going to do. Um, knowing that she's not good at walking. She hasn't brought a raincoat for a longish walk in this place where it rains a lot. 
Um, there are no clouds in the sky, it does say that, but like they're going to be out all day, that could change. He picks her up, so he did see her clothes and like could have told her to get changed if she was wearing something completely inappropriate for walking. But he also could have just told her in advance that this is mm-hmm. what they were going to do and then she could have prepared to her own satisfaction. Um, they also didn't bring any food or water. Again, they're going to be out all day. And it's just bad. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, later it says, I've been staring at him all afternoon. Like, she hasn't eaten or drunk anything since the morning. Yeah. I'm very worried about That's this. something that... She skips lunch all the time yeah, as well. I'm that's worried about this something girl. that's been brought up, like, as I noticed when I've, like, been going to the tag, is, like, it's really weird that Edward forgets that Bella's a human and, like, mm-hmm. doesn't think that she might yeah. need water and food and, like, rest and stuff and... It's not good. Mm-hmm. And I, then I got onto how this is emblematic of problems in the relationship generally, where mm-hmm. he like doesn't tell her shit, he just makes unilateral decisions about what they're going to do without thinking about her wants or needs most of the time, like food and water, dislike of walking, <laughs> the thought that she might want to prepare for what they're going to do. Um, and then also when she does find out a little bit about what's happening and she'll say something like, oh, but what about X potential problem? He's like, oh, silly Bella, don't worry about that. I'm going to take care of it. And either still doesn't tell her how he's going to take care of her, or is just like, duh, this is the solution. Mm-hmm. Which, it's not duh, she hasn't had a chance to think it through, because she didn't communicate anything. So, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's all very bad. He's a bad boyfriend. He's, he's the worst boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. I would yeah. say, in one point in Edward's defence, he has a sister who can predict the future and would probably have told him if it was going to rain there is no defense for him like not letting her know that they were going hiking so that she could prepare in any other way Mm -hmm. yeah it's bad yeah he red flag there are many red flags he Mm. says sometimes i have a problem with my temper bella which is a very alarming thing to hear from a man you're thinking about dating Dear listener, (laughs) I love you and I believe that you're capable of making good decisions. You're listening to this podcast for one thing. I believe you know better than to choose to be with a man who is like Edward Cullen. But sometimes the heart leads us places we our minds would not choose to go. So I just want you guys to note that if a man says that he has problems with his temper, take that seriously and respond by spending less time with him. Mm-hmm. Because he's probably not great. Also, again, the hiking date. He's like so worried that he's going to murder her. Yeah. He tells her he's worried about this, but she still goes on the date. And then also, he's angry that she hasn't taken steps to prevent him from murdering her. I think Bella just really does want to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I think this she is... has no awareness of danger or risk and she doesn't really care what happens. Yeah. Interesting as an allegory for sexuality, though, mm-hmm. it's written by this conservative American where it's like, you are responsible for me not murdering yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is your fault that you have not taken these steps prevent me from murdering you even when we all know that I I want to murder you yeah yeah very victim blaming yeah very victim blaming anyone else anything to add on that one 
Um, he follows her around all the time. Obviously creepy. Keeps listening to her in classes that he's not in. Like, let the fucking girl have some privacy. Yeah, it's and he listens sad. to the other people's thoughts around her to yeah. see. Even even though she said, don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to do that. He does that anyways. Yeah, and he <sighs>, laughs at her constantly, which gets really annoying very yeah. quickly. It's very condescending. He Just, also says, it took everything I had not to jump up in the middle of that class full of children and... Which, even if you ignore how much he wants to eat her, the fact that he's referring to other 17-year-olds as children, children yeah. is just... It's creepy. Good. Yeah. It's bad. It's a bad, yep, bad it's... relationship. <laughs> yeah. Edward's age is a thing that obviously has been discussed before. Mm-hmm. Like, he is 108. 109. 109, and that's bad. Mm-hmm. As an age gap. But he's also a fucking idiot. Like, if he is... Like, I understand that there are 17-year-old boys out there who think that everyone around them is, like, a pleb and, like, an idiot and a <laughs> child and they're special and artsy and cool and great mm. and being 90 years older than the people <laughs> around you wouldn't help with that. That's mm. true. Even if you're neurologically still 17. Mm. But, yeah, don't don't refer to people the same age as the person you're interested in dating as, as children. children. Yeah, that's worst. Yeah. Do you think... <laughs> do you think that the reason he's so old is why he dresses so weirdly because this was the other thing I noticed <laughs> and I've made notes on mm-hmm. like at one point he's wearing I mean the real reason for this is obviously that Stephanie Meyer does not know fashion fashion but it's also all. 2005 yeah, so have to true. remember that I don't know it could have been fashionable for all I know <laughs> yeah I guess so who knows what Americans are doing in 2005 um, at the restaurant, he's wearing a light beige leather jacket and, and a white turtleneck jumper. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a good look to me, but okay. That's my favourite Edward outfit. Yeah, but like maybe we should just be glad he's not wearing like a top hat and a waistcoat. But why? Why would? Why <laughs> would a be... vampire who's the palest bitch in the world wear, wear white, a white fucking turtleneck? Yeah. Exactly. It's just gonna make it very obvious that you're it's just gonna make you look very bad. And literally it's, white. And it's really weird, and as well because in the book. Bella describes the Cullen's clothes as being like well fitted and obviously designer. Mm. How the fuck do you know if something's obviously <laughs> designer? Like she also knows nothing about nothing. clothes. Her long khaki skirt knows I nothing know, about anything. <laughs> it's so gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I so many of my notes were about this walk where they go hiking in the forest because I have many many issues with this. His white shirt was sleeveless and he wore it unbuttoned so that the smooth white skin of his throat flowed uninterrupted over the marble contours of his chest, blah, blah, blah. What, like, is a sleeveless shirt, but it has a collar. No, sleeveless or sleeveless? Michelle is gesturing here, whether it's cut off at the shoulder or... maybe means, like, short sleeves, which is a bit better. But also he had it unbuttoned under a jumper, which is a very weird thing to do with a shirt. Either that or he took his jumper off and then immediately unbuttoned his shirt, like, the second he got out of the car, which is also weird. He has no sense of temperature, so he's doing this only because he (laughs) thinks... Just at random. Because he (laughs) thinks it's sexy. Mm. Yeah. This is interesting though because oh god I'm doing the cross pollination of podcasts again. Um, I was reading a book called Never Bite a Boy on the First Date by Tamara Summers, which is about a a girl who is a vampire and who is into some dudes who may or may not be vampires. And there's also a male character who has no reason to be wearing completely unbuttoned shirts all the time mm-hmm. and yet is. 
So this could be a thing that us three are uniquely unqualified to discuss, but maybe teenage girls who are into men Mm-hmm. Like the idea like, of like, have you ever seen a seventeen-year-old boy's body? It's right. nothing. There's nothing. It's like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this this dude died of, of the flu. Yeah, like yeah. he like, shouldn't be the, that hot. <laughs> the only thing, the only ripples in his chest are like the rib cage. Yeah, it's his ribs. <laughs> Nasty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So sleep, but sleeveless shirt. That's okay. Is that like in sync kind of thing? Like boy band? I can see one of them wearing like a properly cut off at the shoulder sleeveless shirt. With a collar. What if his yeah. shirt did have sleeves and he <laughs> just ripped <laughs> them off? Some seconds. <laughs> oh, I hate it. It's very bad. Yeah. I Do also you... just remembered fashion wise that Jessica wore an electric blue prom dress. And that's mm. just something that I recalled that I wish I didn't. Yeah, 2005. Mm. You as a person who has recently reread this book, mm-hmm. I know a thing you do occasionally when you're reading books is have like a head canon, such as the sky is pink or <laughs> France doesn't exist, and you read it um, with an eye to see whether the text at any point disputes this presumption you've made. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in the Twilight book? To say that Edward does not constantly have a boner. <laughs> not that I remember. So there is not. Because he has no blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So So if he ever has a boner. Yeah. Then he has to always have a boner. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think he must do. Mm. Yeah, Bella never really zeroes in on the crotch on the area. Crotch, no. Which is odd for how for horny, horny teenager. Yeah. It's more about like yeah, his chest, chest and his jaw. And neck and stuff, yeah. Mm. Weird. Sounds like a lesbian trying to be attracted to a man, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Tell us more notes. Um, what else have I got? We could have a, you could be our hiking consultant as well. We could have a. Yeah, I can definitely do that for all the extensive hiking that they do with these pigs. Outdoor yeah. sports. I was busy doing calculations. Like, she can't be walking at more than two miles an hour. So it's going to take. <laughs> It's, it's just not right. Two hours to get five miles. Yeah, two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, how ghastly it would be, I thought, shuddering if Charlie had even the slightest inkling of exactly what I did like is a thing she thinks when he's asking if she's into any boys. Mm-hmm. So this is more lesbian evidence mm-hmm. there. Lesbians. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noted down the two things Edward said that did make me like him more. Which are the wasting of finite resources is everyone's business because that is good yeah. in fairness. Yeah. As is, uh, she's like vampires like baseball. He says it's the American pastime. He said with mock solemnity, which is funny in fairness to him. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness to him, I can tell a joke <laughs> now and then. You, You're an asshole, but he's a funny lad now. Good job. <laughs> like oh. so many men I know. <laughs> he drives a Volvo. Uh, yeah. Um, the thing. One of my notes for about Bella was how she really seriously considers rear-ending him, which mm-hmm. I love about her. Yeah. She spends a good few pages like, I can, so I can do it, I can just do it, he's right there, I'm going to do it. And then in the end he moves. She has a lot of fantasies about driving over teenage boys that she yeah. doesn't like. Because oh. she also, or like her, like she also imagines like driving over Tyler mm-hmm. after he asks her to the prom. Yeah, try and get him to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so She also just viscerally hates Mike so much. Yeah. 
She's so angry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It can really so. to this. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You said you also had real problems with their badminton teacher. Yeah. Look. <laughs> In gym, we had a lecture on the rules of badminton. The next torture they had lined up for me. The best part was the coach didn't finish. This is page 126 to 7 for those following along at home. So they're not going to have to actually play basketball in the next class either. So this coach is starting this block of badminton by mm-hmm. lecturing them on the theory of badminton for two straight hours. Mm-mm. Like That's the worst that's PE the wor- teacher that's in the world. Why would you do that? <laughs> like <For a> plot. <laughs> it's, it's nonsense. Yeah. You, like, you talk a little bit about the theory and whatever. Although with badminton, there's a limit. Even if they do just go mess about on their own, there's a limit to how much they can like hurt themselves unless they whack each other with rackets. But anyway, you're like, okay, this is the basics of how badminton works. And then you would let them have a little go. And then if you wanted, you would like stop and tell them some more about theory and be like, this is the line for singles and this is the line for doubles or whatever. But like two straight, act- they're just going to get bored. They're not going to listen to anything you're saying in these two hours of badminton theory. For context for the listeners at home, <laughs> Christina is a qualified gymnastics and trampolining coach. So Yeah, so not badminton coach or PE teacher, but, but yes, a, a, a sport where there is much more risk of self-injury. Does hanging out with girls give you an estrogen rush? Is that a thing? It doesn't sound like a thing. <laughs> this was claimed in this book. Yeah, her estrogen rush from shopping with yeah. Jessica and Angela for a prom dress. Uh-huh. I think that's like, is that how hormones work? No. No. I get real silly. I was going to (laughs) say, I I think what's happening here is she is attracted to girls and she's feeling giggly. She's feeling a rush of something. (laughs) She's all giggly and happy because the girls are nice. It's estrogen. She gets to see them try on pretty dresses. Ooh, what girly solidarity we have. (laughs) This is girl time. Oh my God, they're so pretty. Isabella. I mean, we don't need to make a case that she's gay beyond the fact that her name is Isabella. The strongest, most powerful lesbian I know is it's called, called, Isabella. called Isabella. Yeah, yeah, and she will never hear this because she is not going to listen to this podcast. Because I don't want her to. No, I've I'm... told my friends not to listen to this. Oh, my straight friends. I'm like, don't. Like, I, I if you just don't. I, I told my boss who goes to who went to school with you that I have a Twilight podcast with you because I have to explain how I knew you. You couldn't have said we dated. You couldn't have said we met. We went to it for a while. I mean, it was mostly just nitpicking and looking out for evidence that everyone was queer, which they all are, obviously. Mm-hmm. So there's the fact that Charlie's very eager to tell Bella how hot Carlisle is. Like, he could have told her how hot Esme was instead, for example, but no, it's like Carlisle. Mm. Handsome man. Tasty doctor. <laughs> Tasty? That's his exact words. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Verbatim. No. <laughs> oh, you I did. didn't write down the quote for that. I would have had afraid. so much joy. Um, I know we're doing a lot of Edward hating, so this mightn't be the best time to bring it up, mm-hmm. but our last guest in, Danielle, mentioned that there's solid basis to headcanon Edward is asexual. Do you get any of that from this reading of the book? Um, He certainly never like brings up sex at all you can argue i guess about whether that's because he doesn't want to have sex or just because he's so afraid of fucking bella to death (laughs) (laughs) that he wants to avoid the topic altogether but you don't understand (laughs) his powerful vamp boner Full of constant powerful with his venom spurter (laughs) can do all kinds of damage 
Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for our next episode in which we're going to ask Christina to talk about the history of Twilight <laughs> using their master's degree in history. Absolutely. Uh, as we say, effervescent. effervescent. <laughs> what the f-